This is Sarah Rowe, uh, and I am coming to you from Roseborg. This is the Roseborg Podcast. And joining me today is Tony Spaghetti, Vixen, Singaloni. Not None of those were even accurate, but... A phony. The, the co-host of the Roseborg Podcast, Tony Sangelosi, a.k.a. TV, a.k.a. Tony Vixen. <laughs> He's the TV in Roseborg TV. Street name, by the way. <laughs> You'll have to watch a, a previous Roseborg video when we visited Lancaster Archery to get that. We can uh, we can probably link that in, in the thing. But you guys are here for it. This is the inaugural. <laughs> and the iPhone comes out. Inaugur- How do I pronounce? Inaugural. Why can't I say this that This is word? the first podcast. <laughs> Roseborg Borg. <laughs> podcast that we have uh, inaugural bam inaugural this is the inaugural i threw my mouth way too much to say that this is the inaugural podcast this is our maiden voyage this is what we're busting the wine glass on the ship for this is this is the this this is is the (laughs) this is the summary of all of our thoughts and ideas for the last three months we've been talking about starting a podcast and uh super excited we're at the enterprise the Roseborg compound, the undisclosed location, undisclosed location. <laughs> so, uh, welcome everybody to the podcast. Thanks for joining us, Sarah. I do have a quick question, real quick, for any of the listeners who are going to be listening for the first time. Why should you listen to the Roseborg podcast? I love that podcast. Seems kind of the uh, the um, final frontier with um, shadow banning and censoring and all that bullshit that. Is affecting everyone's time out pause. So are we? Is this are bad words allowed from us and our guests? I'm just curious. I mean, we can sprinkle. I don't think we should get foul. This is podcast for everyone. Okay, because you were about 21 seconds in. <laughs> <laughs> With all the bull <laughs> crappy. Um, I I I think. Uh, what was the question? Oh, if uh, if you're a Roseborg podcast, or you should listen to the Roseborg podcast if. If you kind of want the truth, if you want um, to learn about hunting, homesteading, um, I'm sure there'll be some wrestling stories told. If you want to learn about whatever the hell it is you do, like I would love to to talk about what I do. So, uh, martial arts, business leadership, uh, hunting, uh, anything that has to do with uh, white-tailed deer. Um, Being you know, six foot gonna, tall. Yeah, six six three. <laughs> Six three, shredded. We're lying even. Where we tell lies on this shredded. podcast. Well, when, <laughs> so once the video podcast goes live, everybody will see how much I dwarf Sarah Rowe. Uh, so just hang tight for that. We're just in the beginning stages, but um, so curious, real quick, uh, Sarah Rowe. Without saying any of the guest names, um, what are some of the uh, what are some of the topics? Uh, let's continue on what you were talking about. Some of the topics that uh, you're excited for. Um, I've been kind of going crazy with my homestead and living sustainably and regenerative farming and hunting and I'm, I mean, without sounding, you know, like weird, I'm just passionately curious about everything. So I'm, I'm excited for those things. I think we're going to kind of go into roles of me being the more, I mean, it's very womanly of me, me being, you know, more of the homestead, um, Farming and agriculture, regenerative farming kind of stuff. And I think you're more of a gear 
hunting nerd than I am, and I think that's going to be better your... than you at everything. Yeah, you can... that's exactly what I said. One yeah. of the I heard I'm you glad use this the... recorded because that's exactly what I said. I yeah. heard you use one of the phrases that I use all the time. The other day, you couldn't beat me on your best day, and the <laughs> the wild thing literally twenty years ago. I, Tony, how can like you prove said. that? Because you can ask uh, my. Be- my best friend. I won't. I won't mention any anybody's name. But because you uh, have a best friend. I, I, don't have, names. I have. I have one. <laughs> the Roseborg Podcast is brought to you by Three Three O Archery. Three Three O Archery specializes in handcrafting arrows designed for you and your bow. The special care guarantees that your arrow will not let you down when you need it most. Perfection is their obsession. Perfection is 330 Archery. A lot of people, uh, you have a very large following on um, several different several different platforms. Well, I mean, the facts you can't lie about. So there's a lot of things that you do lie about, I'm sure. But everybody knows uh, Sarah Rowe, right? So if you had to describe yourself um, for listeners who have never met you before, what would you describe yourself? How, how would you... How would you explain yourself to somebody who's never met you before? So besides just a dick. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but I mean well. It's the complicated. Um, mean well is not a word. <laughs> it's two words. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I actually um, I wouldn't have had an answer for this, uh, but I did a poll of sorts on my Instagram probably a year ago. Explain. And, and I was like, if you could explain me in one word, if you could you know, summarize me in one word, what would you say? And a lot of people said, like, authentic, genuine, which made me so happy. Like, that's that's kind of what I tried. Like, I've lost probably 20,000-plus followers being that authentic person. So I'm going to cut you off real quick. One of my, one of my favorite hunting personalities or hunting uh, guy I look up to, I should say, he, he has the following he does, I think, because... I mean, he's straight explained, I have lost more money in the hunting business than what I've made by turning down deals, turning down all these other other things that uh, bring income because it wasn't what he believed in. And I think that that's exactly what you're trying to touch on, right? And that's why, I think that's why you have the loyal following that you do, right? And I think that that's one thing this podcast is going to be about, like me and you included. Like, there's not going to be a guest on here or topics we're talking about on here that aren't coming from a genuine place or something that we've personally used. Or if we do bring up something we haven't personally used, it's because we're interested in it and we are going to use it. So I think that just needs to be known. Yeah. So I think uh, that's almost like a a birds of a feather flock together, right? So Mm -hmm. some of the, uh, you know, some of the people that I've contacted to uh, be a guest on here, um, they're excited. And most of the times they're uh, the best at what they do and they keep it real and genuine. And, um, you know, I'm sure you're going to hear some things that uh, are going to surprise you. But, um, you know, we have an obligation to uh, everybody who uh, follows us to to keep it real. Right. So I I think that's um, one thing that you bring to the podcast is a kind of a realness from from the outside world and kind of, I mean, just in the hunting space, like you're not, like we don't have you, I don't have you on here because you're a, a name or you're right. like, I'm not trying to get like a rub off you. Sure. So like. What? I. <laughs> gross. Gosh, Sarah. Um, got married, Tony. Chill out. Um, I, I feel like. 
you're going to give a real perspective, like an unbought perspective. Sure. So from to the podcast. So from when I started uh, um, being friends with you guys, I think that that's. I don't think I've I've brought up wrestling one time, and it's not because I don't uh, care about what you guys do, but I care about you guys as people, right? And I don't mm-hmm. I don't look to uh, say I'm friends with um, those two because so and so. Half the people that I that I'm friends with don't know that we have the relationship that we do because that's not why I'm in this to say I'm. I I'm feel like we we don't need to talk about wrestling because we're always up to we're always doing cool stuff like that, we're we're hunting pigs or we're finding new ways to hunt or we're siding in bows or yeah. we're like Tony like no one touches our bows but Tony so like we're always you know it's always a great time to get together and shoot and shoot. Literally shoot the shit. Yeah. And I think when you, you have... You can't really shoot, like, wrestling or... That's you know, true. Rolling-wise. Like and when martial you, arts is terrible. When you have those people in your life, too, um, those experiences, whether you're sitting doing nothing or, um, you know, you're out on a dream hunt, I mean, it's that much better, right, because of the, the quality people around you. So, um, so for the people who don't know you, Sarah, let's talk about a little bit about your... Um, upbringing, what brought you to, let's kind of give a condensed version of what brought you to where you're at right now in life. Oh, man. Uh, that, like, passionately curious thing again. Um, I'm super stubborn about stuff. Like, when I... No. <laughs> <laughs> people are like, when I hear people are like, Sarah, do your best at something. I'm like, do you want me to do my best? Because <laughs> to the detriment <laughs> of me and this whole world, it'll get done. Like, is that is that what you're really asking of me? But, um I get stuck on stuff and just freaking do it. Like, um, and you know, my husband's a huge enabler in, in that he, he, <laughs> I'm like, Ray, he's I like purple. And he, he's like, here's all the purple things in the whole world. I'm like, Ray, I like purple. And he, yeah, just, he's like, what, what kind of shade of purple do you, do you like purple kind of mixed with blue or do you, and we, we're just bad enablers for each other. And, um, I mean, as you know, yeah, yeah he's yeah. probably gotten you to buy a bunch of stuff that you didn't need. Oh boy. <laughs> Just where do I begin? I <laughs> Just go through your bank statements real quick. No. Me and my wife have separate bank accounts. <laughs> because of Dead Ray? serious. Yeah. Because yeah. of Ray. She said, she goes, why Why are we all of a sudden, are we getting divorced? And I'm like, no, I'm friends with her uh, right now. So like, we got, I'm going to have to hide. Uh, she hasn't seen a pay stub in the last two years. <laughs> She you didn't only know make that much I, working at your job. Yeah, she, I got a promotion. It's she just, doesn't even know I got a promotion. She <laughs> thinks I went backwards because I'm spending more and I have less to bring to the household. <laughs> I mean, hunting's not a cheap passion. That's it's true. For all right, finish. So, so you're obviously uh, if you're going to do something, you do it all the way, right? Yeah. So I got interested in wrestling, and How? I like my. Um, I grew up in uh, the like back in the day. Wrestling used to be like territories, and I grew up in one of those territories that mm. wrestling always just stayed. In, in that area, sure. Louisville, Louisville, Kentucky. And uh, my mamma was a huge wrestling fan. It was the only thing that made her cuss. So I was like, what is, what's this stuff about? <laughs> she get all fired up? And she's like, my papa's a freaking Baptist preacher, and my mamma's cussing at that. And I was like, oh, my God, she's going to get in trouble. Oh, I need to do that. But uh, you need to become a Baptist mamma and curse. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but so I started watching wrestling with her all the time, and, um, and I – Found out there was, like, a local independent wrestling promotion in my town. I went, got trained. Four days after I graduated high school, I flew to Japan, did wrestling, and wrestling has kind of shaped everything I have now. Um, I don't wrestle, like, full-time currently, but 
it definitely is why I have this farm. It's why I have Ray. It's why I have my child. Like, sure. everything stems from the, you know, I've always said, like, wrestling, you can love wrestling, but wrestling will never love you back. But I feel like it has loved me back. So, I think uh, I was mean to say that. Well, I mean, you live it, so you would know if that's right or wrong, right? Uh, yeah. Growing up, when you remember watching wrestling, like, who were your wrestling idols back then? I mean, Attitude Air was my prime Best Air Wrestling and Stone Cold Steve Austin was my dude who he sends me memes on Instagram all the time and I should rub it in Ray's face constantly. So I was uh, also a very large, I was a previously WWF fan and uh, I remember watching wrestling with my dad. My grandpa took me to a couple shows, but like this was back when the Rockers, Marty Jannetty and Shawn Michaels mm-hmm. and uh, Mr. Perfect and, you know, Macho Man and all them. Uh, I remember going to uh, a show for the first time. My grandpa snuck me down a hallway, and I got to meet Mr. Perfect and got his was towel. He perfect? At the time, when I was like yeah. seven, he yeah. was. <laughs> he, he, he always had the towel, and he would spit yeah. and throw his gum or whatever, but he gave me a towel. Never forget that. I lost Ooh. it. I don't, I don't know where it is now. <laughs> I'll never anymore. forget it because I forgot it. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty cool. But uh, So what's being a, being a wrestler, what is one of the most annoying wrestling questions that you get? Like, and maybe not annoying because some of the, I know, I know like, who was your favorite wrestling? <laughs> well, I know that like you, you, your fans mean everything to you. The people who follow you mean everything to you. So I don't mean coming from them, but if you had to label, like, <sighs> can I answer well, this question again? Like, what would it be? I mean, just, I, I don't, I don't, I guess I don't mind like answering like the, the questions you get asked, like on a podcast, like where, where, where did you come up? Like, why did you like wrestling? Like, who's your favorite wrestler? Like all that is. I mean, they're questions I don't mind answering, but they're questions I get asked constantly, you know? Sure. So I always thought it was cool, and it's something, you know, we're going to kind of do on this podcast, like what asking a question that's not normally asked, I think, is is going to be important and something we can kind of do on here. Um, but my f- least favorite part about wrestling was, um, like, you know, we, like, I love fans. Fans are the reason I'm here. But, sure. you know, there's there's definitely some, uh, some token fans that uh, yeah. kind of break that. Like anything you do in life, you're going to have that, right? You're always going to have those people. So, yeah, I agree. Like everyone goes to the airport at four in the morning and there's people, you know, waiting. Yeah. Waiting for you to. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure. So let's we fast forward. Let's fast forward from the beginning to um, the end of wrestling. How did you get into homesteading? Where did that come from? Man, I, I, there was never like a defining like I want to start a homestead. Yeah. Like, it started with, um, like, man, I love food. Just no love doubt. It. Just love eating it and making it and stuff it in my face. And it's so good. Like, it's so good. Like, I just made awesome food for you. Like, it you is. can't cook like that. Like, how do you know? Yeah. Have, you, have you asked? Or, mm. You are Italian, so maybe. But, is that like a. Fangaloni? Is he your name Italian? Just. Vixen is fine. <laughs> I'll just go by Vixen. That takes all the questions I legitimately away. don't know how to say your last that's, name. That's fine. It took me till I was 13 years old to learn how to spell it anyways. So You're like saying, oh. Yeah. I was always that. And even to this day, like, I'll get, like, a telemarketer on the phone or something. They'll be like, hi, can I please speak to Tony? Snake. I'll just be like, Tony's fine. It's okay. Like, just call me Tony. Call me Papa. So finish on the homesteading. So you like food. Yeah, yeah. It started with liking food and like um I I become more of a psychopath about it every 
every waking moment of my life. But um, it started with um, kind of wanting to be more self-sufficient. And Ray wanted to move to Cleveland to be close to his family. I wanted to live out in the middle of nowhere. So we settled on an undisclosed location in northern Ohio mm-hmm. that we were going to start. Uh, we kind of just wanted to hunt. Like, we bought this land originally to hunt on. And we got, you know, some woods. We had a bunch of, like, ag- agricultural land. And the farmers, the farmer previously here used to grow hay. And hey. Hey. and we were like, well, we got this big piece of land. Like, we don't know what to do with it. And then when I got fired, um, I, I was like, screw it. Let's get a cow. And that one cow, we're like, what cow do we want to get? So we got Highland cows. And that one cow turned into seven cows. They're and so cool. Like, screw it. Let's get chickens. So, and the more... I'm like, I believe that in life, when you're on the right path, things just start happening for you. Amen to that. Like, like with, without you even, yep. it's not hard. Nope. It just, it takes work, but it's, sure. you're not forcing it. And but the, the work that I think the, the key word in that sentence though is work. Like you're not going to land where you're at right now and have all the things that you have if it's not for work. So once you put that work in, yes, things will yes. things will slowly but it, start it sh- to But it should never be forced, and, and none, none of the life we have here is forced. And then the more I've learned about food, the more, like, like we're going to have guests on here that can go into this way better than I can, but, like, the big pharma stuff and how our food's poisoned and how the freaking tap water's poisoned, and, like, I just go on these... Like Ray thinks I'm a full blown crazy person a lot of the time, um, but I'm, I'm like I'm like Ray. This guy survives only on light. Like, what's that about? <laughs> and uh, would you consider yourself a conspiracy theorist? <laughs> I like that thing on Instagram that it was like. So do you think the government is batting a thousand every time? <laughs> like none no. of the conspiracy theories are. So like, there's some stuff I read into. Like you know, I, t- I take everything with a grain of salt. And there's sure. some stuff like. Like, this dude I listened to was talking about light therapy. He's like, this guy survives just off light. I'm like, uh, I don't know about that. But he's like, but he's like, I feel like it recharges your mitochondria to get out at the sunrise and sunset. And I'm like, okay, I can probably get down with that. So sure. so some of it. Some of it, yes. But um, there's things, I guess, I guess, yes, I am a conspiracy theorist because I'm like, but things I believe aren't conspiracy theories, they're true. Right. But I think that's a thing someone who's a conspiracy theorist would say. Sure. Prob- so, probably. Uh, yeah, I guess I am. So. Wow. Uh, this, this podcast has taught me so much about myself already. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, just to go uh, to continue on about the uh, the homesteading. So what what do you think your biggest surprise or your biggest roadblock has been since being a, a farmer or a homesteader like that you didn't expect? Like, honestly, um, we like to travel. Like, we really enjoy, like, going places and doing things. And with a farm and a homestead, like... Still that, got a farm. That's hard. <laughs> like, you know, especially, like, we're, we're thinking about getting a dairy cow here very soon because we, we love raw milk. And... Is that what I had today? Yeah, you had raw. You let had, me, you let had me, it raw. Let me tell... Raw. Let me tell everybody about this raw dog milk. So, this... <laughs> I, I thought Cow's this was... milk. Good. I just want everyone to know right, that. <laughs> right from the teat. So, I thought that this Warm. milk was... It w- listen, this milk, I don't know what it was, but I'm going to find it. And uh, it it was like a milkshake and a glass. It was thick, and I was like, oh, they're going to make me throw up. Because Sarah's, you know, as, as nice as she looks in person, she can get there. Like, <laughs> she can the get truth. there as a person. And I thought, like, oh, she set me up for the woo-woo. Uh, <laughs> but as soon as it hit my lips, it was so good. Dude, raw milk is. And, and I feel like the reason you think it tastes so good is because your body's not used to that kind of, like, nourishment. That's like, true. Like, now when I travel, I get fed, but I don't get nourished. Like, when I come home, 
like usually I can eat a meal here and it's just like ground beef and eggs for sure. dinner. I'll have a bowl of ground beef and eggs. I can wake up, do CrossFit, and not have to eat again until 1 p.m. I travel. I eat late at night. I wake up and I'm freaking starving. Why? Why? That, I'm that's crazy. Fed and not nourished. Okay, so the the food choices are what you're saying. Yeah, like the it's crazy the, the, the what food does to your body, huh? It's everything. Yeah, Taco like Bell I, does that for me. Like when I eat Taco Bell, I'm like <laughs> ready to rage. You know, it's like out I, your ass. I, <laughs> from the Rias. I can eat. A, I can eat a chicken chalupa, and it's go time. So hopefully, with the guests we have on this podcast, Tony will make some better food choices. I don't choose food. Cho- food chooses me. That's easy for you to say. So, so, so let's turn the table, Tony. This is a podcast about me. Like, like, what, what the hell you got going yeah, on? Like, well, what? you're just kind of selfish. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What would you like to know, Sarah? Um, like, how did you get into honey? Like, what? So, long story short, I keep it short because you and Ray go on. And yeah, on. we can go. Well, but it's because we're kind of. When if, we, if you hear me go, I'm like fast forwarding you. All right, so. I didn't start hunting until probably. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's how she rolled, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I, I I started hunting about maybe six or seven years ago now, and I grew up um, in the city. But I had grandparents who lived in the country. They had like in ten. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> from Youngstown, Ohio. If anybody's ever been there, you probably drove through it very fast, or you're <laughs> stuck there like me and you haven't gotten out yet. Um, so far, I've done. I've been been there thirty seven years. That's my bid in thirty seven. Thirty seven. Yeah, be big thirty eight next month. I know. Big number. I know. So long way down. <laughs> <laughs> or it's a long way up. It depends on how you look at it. Um, but I was always in the country when we, um, you know, it, when it was the weekend, we always wanted to go to my grandparents' fishing, shooting guns, riding four wheelers. So I had that in me, um, but. I never, I was one of those kids growing up where I wanted to be in the city. Like, I wanted to be in the city. It wasn't, country was like, it smelled, it was dirty. Fast forward now, and I, I'm dying to get out. But um, as far as the hunting story goes, my daughter went to an after-school program, and she came home, and she was super excited she shot a bow. Wanted it for Christmas, and... Uh, His daughter's me, a better shot than all of us. Okay. She, she actually, she's very, very good. Um, she's 15 now, but she was probably, I don't know, she was, I mean, she was seven years ago whatever that whatever the math is on that but um so we got her her first bow for christmas and while i was in the store um getting her a bow i told my wife like hey i'm gonna get a bow too so she has somebody to do it with you know so we started shooting and um i uh you know we we all deal with stress in life and i as soon as i picked up that bow i realized that I have to slow down everything in my life right now because I'm shooting this projectile that's either one going to go through my pool, my fence, hurt somebody. Not the pool. Yeah. Though that's, that's a nice pool. My wife, uh, she uh, that's her biggest fear. She'll hear any noise, and she's like, did you hit the pool? Did you hit the pool? Apparently, uh, Tony, when he's weird, doing podcasts, though, too, she's like, what? He's like, I'm recording a podcast. <laughs> the weird thing is, is that it's just a little blow-up Fisher-Price pool, so I don't know why she makes such a big I'll deal about it. I'll buy you a new one. I'll get you a new one from Wall- Wally World. Uh, so I started shooting the bow, and my boss, his name is Bill. He lives um, about a half hour from me, and he's got some property. And he's like, man, you should go hunting, this or that. And he was showing me pictures of his deer, and he's shot um, – he's got a couple in the high 190s. He's got a, he's got one over 200. I mean, really that means? big deer, inch-wise, like yeah. really big deer. Um, so I was like, screw it. I'll try it. 
And I went out, and on, like, my second or third sit, I shot the biggest buck of my life. So it always happens. (laughs) And listen, I shot this deer, Sarah, and then I was like, oh, no. Like, I don't know what to do. No, I don't know what to do. (laughs) So I tracked this deer down, and I was with a friend, luckily, and we literally pulled up a Steve Rinella video on how to field dress it. (laughs) Shout out to me, dude. So, So we field dress it. And we, we cut what we thought were the tenderloins out. And it wasn't the tenderloins, I can tell you that. Because we left them on a rock. We drug the deer up at the house. We came back down, and the tenderloins were gone. <laughs> so we go to the processor, right? And I'm, like, super proud. I wasn't even going to mount this thing. He's, like, he's he, like, these are tender. Thank you. <laughs> he, the processor goes, you're going to mount this, right? And I'm like, no. And he goes, people sometimes their whole lives never shoot a deer this size. You better, you better mount it. So I'm like, cool. We already got the tenderloins out and blah, blah, blah. So he starts, he puts it up in the air and he's like, uh, <laughs> the tenderloins are right here. I have no idea what you just cut out. So testing loins. So I was so excited to go home and cook These this and cook this meat that I killed that day. And luckily I had no idea what I thought I cut out and what I was going to cook for my family. God, that I night. wonder what it was. But I have no idea. It was just, I <laughs> I have no idea. I have no idea. So um, after that moment, um, I didn't know if I was going to be able to field dress this deer. I didn't know if I was going to be able to, to take the shot on the deer. But that feeling of something primal taking over, knowing that I that had animal it brain me, turning yes, on. Yeah, yes. And what was even more satisfying than all of that is watching my wife and my kids eat that deer yeah. that I worked my butt off for. And after that, I have been absolutely obsessed with deer. I mean, I, today on the way here, excuse me, I posted a picture. I was that guy pulled over on the side of the road with my phone zooming in, just watching these deer. People were flying by me. The road's 55 miles an hour. I'm some jerk off, excuse me, some jerk. uh, Off is not a bad word. (laughs) Maybe. Uh, But with my hazard lights on, on the side of the road, on a highway, watching deer through my freaking cell phone. You know, like I've become that guy. So, um, that's really the story. I mean, it was all because of my daughter, you know, she, uh, she loves shooting her bow. She, uh, is a teenager right now. So there's everything in the world more important than that. But yeah. one day she'll probably come back she, around and want to hunt. She'll circle back, especially with the way the world's going nowadays. She might, you know, be like, oh, so it's awesome. My dad does this. He's going to be able to put food on my table that I don't have to buy at a stinking grocery store. Yeah. Especially yeah. with all this. And she, she likes to eat it. Um, she's just, uh, like, and she, the way her personality is, is she's one of those kids who she doesn't care about having nice clothes. She doesn't care about what people like to do. Like she is so, she's the most independent. I mean, I, I look up to her as an adult because sometimes it's hard to not go with the, the newest trend or this or that. She doesn't give a hoot, (laughs) uh, but she's, She's uh, yeah, she's my buddy. She, uh, I love to have her around, so. I hope we can go uh, to that 3D range soon. Yeah, she's still. I'm, I'm she's only still a traditional bow hunter, so now, so I'd love to. I'd love to go and. So that was actually uh, that was pretty cool. I I didn't want to pick that bow up at all, but once I picked it up, I'm like, I want to shoot this thing so bad, uh, dude. And like you, you shoot it, you're gonna shoot it and be hooked. Like, well, here, that's cool. the that's the problem. Is so much cheaper than compound. Bow it bow. is, but let me tell you, I because of Ray go way the frick overboard when I do something. Listen, we have, if you You'll put up, base, like, you remember that you're obsessed about this? You're like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, here I go. If we, we have more stock than fin, feather, and fur with our basements combined. Like, we could retire and <laughs> just sell the shop. shit from our basement. It'd be okay. Ray's been, he sold so much on posh, what's, 
Posh's makeup, isn't it? No idea. He oh. sells stuff oh. online. Oh, well, like Facebook, Facebook Marketplace. That's the that's and the spot. he has sold so much stuff, and there's still so much down there. Yeah, he even gives it away. Because I can hunt with a freaking stick and a rock and ready to just make sure I, I don't. I don't think you can. I can. Prove it. I will. With what? What are you going to hunt? A stick and my uh, rock. Uh, what, what species? A bug. Anything. I kill a bunch, I kill a bunch of bugs. I'm literally trying to picture this in my head. So how would you do that with the stick and the rock? Would you throw so I, I, get a, I get a big rock and a stick and put it down, and when the deer walks past it, I'll shoot him with a bow. Like a trap. Yeah. So now you're trapped. They'll, so like, they'll be like, that stick trap and that rock wasn't there yesterday, and I'll be like, boom, headshot. You shoot, you shoot deer in the <laughs> head to kill them. Yeah, you shoot him in the head. Clean kill. That explains literally everything. <laughs> <laughs> that literally explains Never recovered everything. one deer. So, um, but besides besides the hunting, um, I, I love love the martial arts. Um, I've been uh, I've trained jujitsu for um, the last oh I don't know off and on probably we'll say for the last seven years but six years but. Um, I really got into uh, the Muay Thai style or kickboxing. Um, I run a striking program at a local gym, um, and it's this this program isn't for uh, it isn't for we we have one or two fighters. But if we were open to cater to fighters, we would have like one student, and you know so we really um, really market to the average dose. You know if you look at a picture on my Instagram, everybody in that room is somebody who just has normal jobs. You know just. They're just normal people. So besides that, um, I'm married. We're going on our uh, 13th year. Going to be 13th year of being together. Wow, I, I didn't know that. Yeah, I can't. I, That's awesome. Yeah, she's uh, she's amazing. She's uh, one of the people who have um, really pushed me um, to kind of get out of my comfort zone, take things to the next level. Um, you know, with with her and Ray probably are, are my two biggest fans, and I. I wouldn't have been where I'm at now had it not been for both of them. So I got I got pretty lucky on the friend wife uh, pool. Yeah, I agree. Riz best. He is, and over time you'll realize you know where who he favors, uh, who <laughs> he prefers, who he likes more. Um, maybe one day we'll we'll have we'll have around the podcast in ten ten or so years. Yeah, ten or fifteen, maybe something like that. So, um, what else? What else can? Uh, can somebody else expect uh, when it comes to this podcast? What's your uh, or what's your main ob- objective? My main objective is objective is to speak clearly. Um, my main objective is to have a bunch of diversity on this podcast. Like, I want people. I want. I kind of want you to be able to come on here and just kind of find people from all walks of life. I think that's one thing I really like about Joe Rogan's podcast is uh, that he has people on there from everywhere. And I learn new things, and I learn things about people or endearing parts about people that I've never even thought of before. Yeah. And it uh, it definitely helps to, to kind of hear that stuff to kind of motivate you to do the things you want to do in your life to, like, make that step. So we have uh, a lot of cool friends, tons of cool friends, and I'm excited to get those friends on here to talk about Friend stuff. Yep, I totally agree. And I also like to, uh, you know, it's nice to have and, and hear people um, talk about uh, their their life, like what they like to do, why they're the best at what they do. But I also like, I think one part that's missing from podcasts and what I hope that, that we can uh, um, direct towards is what some of these people think or what are their opinions on some of the issues that might be trending at the moment, right? So not to yeah. uh, not to paint them in a corner of one side or the other, but um, you know they're going to be 
specialists in whatever craft they are, right? Mm-hmm. That's why they that's why you get on podcasts. So, um, you know, when you get let's just say a bow hunter on a bow hunting podcast, what are they talking about? They're talking about bow hunting. They're they're telling the same story on every single podcast. Yeah, and, and you can listen to another podcast they did, and it's the same stuff. Yep. Just yeah. Yep. So we're gonna we're gonna get creative. We're gonna get. Uh, I don't want to say uncomfortable, but we're gonna get creative. <laughs> I'm uncomfortable. And uh, well, that's because you're flimsy. But uh, <laughs> besides that, uh, we're gonna talk about current issues. We're gonna talk about um, you know. Maybe maybe we have something else up our sleeve, but we'll we'll uh, we'll talk about that at a later time. Yeah, if you guys um, please listen, like, support, share, listen again, share a second time, and um, we're hoping to get these out pretty regularly. So, um, what are we thinking? Once a week? Probably, maybe. Okay. Yeah. And hey, doesn't mean that we can't ever have emergency podcasts either. Yeah, you know, something really goes on. To we really need to get something out. <laughs> um, but I also want to encourage. Um, uh, if you have a topic that you want us to talk about or you have questions that you, uh, that, that you want to know, um, reach out to us, right? So everybody can go follow the Roseborg page, um, you know, on Instagram or, or whatever platform that you uh, prefer. Um, but put your questions in. We'll answer them. Same thing when we did Ask Roseborg, right? Um, there was not a question that came across that we didn't answer. So uh, feel free to speak your mind, speak up. Um, also, thank you for the support. Um, you know, if it wasn't, for everybody, we wouldn't uh, we wouldn't do this. So, uh, I thank you for allowing me to be hey, Tony. Uh, the co-host. Tony, what? If you were on the side of a cliff and you had to tell someone one thing before jumping, what would you say? Um, repent. Repent. Ooh, divine. Going divine. going deep on a Sunday night. <laughs> the Sabbath. Did you All say right. the savage or the Sabbath? Sabbath. Oh, okay. I was Isn't just... it the Sabbath? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I just thought you said Sabbath. savage, yeah. so we'll wrap it up with that. Yeah. Anything else, Sarah Rowe? No. Roseborg Podcast. Put it in your ear holes. We out. <gasps> the Roseborg Podcast is brought to you by Roseborg, where family farm and fitness all come first make sure you join our email list for the most up-to-date exclusive content the link to this is in the description we would greatly appreciate it if you would give us a follow share our story and leave us an honest review thank you for listening